0: Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Sidekick TV. For those of you watching in the Facebook uh, Sidekick for Business Lounge, welcome. For those of you watching on YouTube, please do like and subscribe. Uh, Look, today we've got Korshik Kumar from Dark Matter with us and today we're talking about the importance of video and actually the science behind how it works to persuade your audience to buy from you. So Korshik, just wanted to kick into it straight away with probably the big question. And um, what are the core elements of effective sales videos?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's a difference between sales and marketing videos, right? So marketing videos typically are a bit more flashy. You see them over a montage of music and things like that. So, you know, we've all seen them. Sales videos are a little bit different. They're more value focused. So something like this would be considered a sales video uh, where you're sort of giving your audience a lot of insights, a lot of value um, and a lot of, you know, advice around how they can do things in their business a little bit better, but still sticking around your subject matter expertise. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons why this is very important is because of uh, one of the principles that Chowdini mentioned. So Chowdini a psychologist from a while back. Hmm. Um, and one of his principles of influence is called reciprocity. So giving away a ton of free advice, you know, you're sort of inclined to, Reciprocate in some way, and for most of us, it's by referring or word of mouth. So, building that exposure.
0: Mm, right. Okay. Yeah. And so, the what are then the, the um, why is that so yeah. important in in video production? I mean, yeah. you know, very often you might just whip the camera out, or like yeah. you say, or just pay an agency yeah. to do it. You know, why is it so important to get certain elements right? It's a
1: it all depends on, so the reason that we focus on sales is because you're obviously trying to get people into your business, right? But you're also trying to show that you know what you're doing, you know what you're talking about, you're an expert, your team are experts in the, in the industry, in the field. So having a structure really helps people identify that within your business, it helps people to associate that particular thing, so let's say accounting for example. Uh, if you are sitting here talking about accounting and you're showing people how to calculate the GST, things like that, they're immediately going to be thinking of you as a subject matter expert in accounting. So that's why I think it's really important to sort of stick within your subject matter expertise whilst doing videos is because you sort of, uh, your audience tend to hook into one idea or one philosophy about what you do, um, and if you have multiple things that you do, then you sort of get confused between which one do you refer this person for?
0: It's a diluted message. People go, they they, they seem to be good at that, they might be good at that. But they also
1: devil devil in this and this. So yeah, a confusing message is never a good message. So Mm -hmm. getting clear um, and then just really focus around what you do is, is, is really the key to good sales videos.
0: What do you see people tend to do? Do you go create 10,000 videos in the same subject matter and just pump them out there, or yeah. do you do one or two good ones? What's Good the? question. Good question. So the way that I like to tell my clients
1: uh, how to approach this is by going and actually asking your clients or your prospects, what kind of question do they have? Right. So if I'm looking to engage a lawyer, do they do property conveyancing, for example? Um, and if they do property convincing, is it commercial or residential, or do they do both? So it's really just um, uh, asking them what they want to know, what they need to know. I mean, there's really always questions around cost and timeframes and you know, projects, or have you worked on this industry or in that field? So just, yeah, I mean, the easiest way is to ask the people that are going to use your services. So asking your prospects, your clients about what they want to know, what they need to know, what they find interesting, interesting about your field. Um, and then just creating a whole bunch of content around that. And what you'll find is sort of 80% of the people have similar responses, um, but there's so many different ways you can spin that.
0: So you're actually, um, you know, the old fashioned sales mentality here would be you're handling objections, but you're doing it in a video. Exactly, yeah, yeah. you're sort of answering the question before they know they have the question. Because you know, yeah. through selling your product or yeah, through exactly. your client's experiences, mm-hmm. what the objections have been for them 100%. So you have a video on yeah. your objections.
1: Have a video on, on your objections. Um, yeah, you, know, you know your processes. Your, you know all sorts of different things. It really depends on your business, but um, yeah, what we usually find is just ask your clients. You know, well, why did they end up doing business with you in the first place? And there's usually a reason why.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you find people are doing their own videos a lot?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's probably the. I mean, given that the. The time that we're in at the moment, it's probably never been easier to do videos yourself. I mean, you've got a camera in your pocket, um, the barrier of entry to doing videos is a lot lower these days. So, absolutely, and that's for good reason also because it does work. Hmm.
0: A lot of the feedback I was getting from um, some of my earlier videos was that the sound quality was terrible. So, (laughs) I had to make an enormous investment into this thing here that you can see $80. And then. Everyone since then has just said, "Ah, oh, like I can, like I never had the time to yeah, watch them, yeah, yeah. but now I just listen to them." Yeah, um, and it makes them more accessible too, right? I mean, if
1: you're, if you don't have to organize a third party to come in and do the videos for you, you sort of you're more flexible with your scheduling. I mean, you can do them whenever inspiration strikes instead of having to wait and do them. And that's one of the things that I, that we recommend to our clients is if you're doing videos weekly or you know on a monthly basis, do them yourself and then bring us in for the
0: more fleshy ones. Mm. How do you, um, as, as you know, your agency, integrate psychology yeah. into other people's videos?
1: Yeah, good question. So there's a bunch of different ways that we can do this, uh, but it all, ultimately for all of our projects, it starts by getting to know who is going to be buying from our client. So who's their customer? What do they need to know? What do they want to know? what is good for them to know, and then figuring out what sort of information do we need to put out there in video form that will help them influence those key decisions. So a lot of them, like I said before, a lot of it is around cost and timeframes and projects. So handling those objections is a key part for sales videos because sort of, you're already anticipating what they're, gonna, what they're going to ask. Um, and then he's tapping into things like cognitive biases and looking at the FOG behavior model. How hard is it for them to make a decision based on the information that you're giving out? Um, if they go on your website, is it full of text?
0: Cool, can you explain some of those two yeah. things to me then? So cognitive bias, yeah, so sure. in a nutshell, what's that for our clients? Yeah,
1: so cognitive bias is uh, basically a survival mechanism. So we've got 180 different biases and what that does is it shortcuts our decision-making process. So when we uh, have to make a decision, typically humans take the path of least resistance. So what is the path of least resistance for your business when it comes for uh, people to buy into your products or services? So how do we find um, what that is? And then creating videos around that, of course.
0: So one thing for me is um, people go, oh, I'm gonna have to break up with the old accountant. And that is a massive barrier. And they go, you know, this guy that I meet once a year for the last five years, we're best friends. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because that's what they
1: yeah,
0: perceive. Yeah, yeah. And I go, "Don't worry, we'll break up with them for you. <laughs> but that's fine. We'll do that, dear John, uh, phone call or whatever." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Then fog something. Yeah. What was so, that? Fog behavior model. So
1: basically, what that means is, um, how hard is it for someone to make a decision? So, uh, if you look at things like, you know, accountant, use accountants for example, can be a very Uh, complicated thing, accountancy, I mean I find it very complicated Um, and if you're using complicated terms in your videos and in your messaging that's gonna make it a lot harder for people to make a decision later on because they don't quite understand what you're saying. So looking at the way, uh, uh, looking at how easy you can make it for people to understand what you're saying which then makes it easier for them to make decisions later
0: on. And And so this is Slightly separate to what you said around the um, reciprocacy, Um, I know that people that are experts love to use industry jargon and sound like the smartest person in the room. Mm -hmm. You do that and considering this fog? Yeah. Behaviour model. Behaviour model. model. (laughs) Um, That's going to just turn people off straight away. Hey. That's um, been, you know what you need yeah. to do is speak in their language so it's uh, the, be yeah. the expert using the language of the buyer.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean it doesn't do anyone any good if you can't understand what you're saying. Mm. So and that's a huge part and that's, uh, that also get, goes into cognitive load and cognitive load is you know, how much energy does it take for the brain to process the information. Um, and if you're using big words, and if you're using terminology that is not common, it's going to take a lot of energy for people to start to process that.
0: I, I see it in sales copy all the time, yeah, and in adverts, yeah, yeah. and I just yeah. go, hang on, I, I kind of yeah. have tripped over two or three times yeah, reading yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. Um, Move on. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Same thing with videos. If you sort of if you're listening to people talking on and on and on about things that you know aren't common, then the likelihood of the video actually working for you is not very high.
0: Yeah. So. Um, is the like length of uh, video, the setting, the, yeah. um, what are the, the c- cinematic yeah. um, challenges or opportunities people have? Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: so what we, so length is a funny one. Like I've had videos that have been 16 minutes long and have done better than videos that are 30 seconds. So I think it all comes, at the end of the day, it all comes back down to content is it relevant for the uh, for the audience are they going to find it useful are they going to remember you for that particular thing um and then things like you know audio audio is probably more important than video because which is, is crazy for videos which is crazy but that's because the brain processes audio much faster than videos uh, visuals so audio i'd say is number one get that right and then everything
0: else you,
1: know, you can sort of figure out as you go yeah,
0: I think you could do afterpay on this mic, so it can be just as little as $20 a week. Yeah, well that's right. <laughs> um, so what are, um, oh and just on that, um, where we are talking about language, uh, you know the words that we're choosing yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. use here. Um, get a second opinion on that, I've thought, yeah? So do you run, do your script and then run it past people? you know, people that don't know as much as you about yeah, this stuff?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's one of the keys, uh, for sure. Because even though you feel like your messaging is clear and concise, uh, it's probably still not clear and concise to the end user. So definitely run it through, uh, through people that aren't in the industry. Um, and ideally, maybe even some of your clients, just run it past them and see if they can get their head around what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. Right, right. So it. Last question, what are the three things that people should be doing now to start to do effective sales videos?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first thing, pretty obvious one, just get started. Um, You know, it's the whole, uh, if you get 1% better each day, at the end of the year, you're 37% better. So, getting started now, you'll stumble through it, you'll make a lot of mistakes, you'll sort of go off on tangents, come back around, but you'll learn a lot. And the, the important thing about that is... You'll have a lot of exposure, so you'll be known for that particular thing that you're trying to that you're talking about. The second thing is just trial and error. You know, don't be afraid. Uh, people are often very fearful of getting judged or being caught out for saying the wrong things. Um, that's going to happen regardless. So, something. Keep that in the back of your mind, but don't let that stop you from getting started with videos. Because I guarantee you, we've had this before. also, people will. Uh, you know, tear up your videos or tear up your messaging, but that's all part of the fun. It helps you improve too. Uh, third thing is um, just have fun. Mm. Videos aren't meant to be serious. I mean, you know, they're they're meant to show the lighter, the funny, the the more human side of you. So just have fun with it.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, you can just do a 50-page sales brochure. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. Or a white paper that no one needs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome. Look, look, there's three. There's great tips there, and I see this. Um, I what you've just described there. I see all over yeah. businesses, the fear to start. Yeah, uh, do it because by doing it, you'll find out the problems. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how long did it take you to start doing these videos?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same thing for my for myself. I mean, it took me six months just to get over my,
0: you know, fear and anxiety just to get in front of the camera. So. Does yeah. take time, but yeah. That was we, it. We, I remember asking Monica a number of times, like, we should definitely do a video with Kushik and Monica was like, he won't go on a camera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you are so much happier behind the camera. No. But oh, yeah. 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 Well, it's the whole uh,
1: yeah incremental yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should see my first video. It was
0: terrible. <laughs> I try and bury it as deep as possible. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, uh, I feel your pain. Though. So yeah, perhaps don't go back and watch your first few videos. That might be another piece of advice we do. Uh, but yeah, yeah, start, get into it. Um, and I, I really like that, you know, I think a real um, insight that's come from this video is if you're doing a sales video, you are replicating your sales process. So, yeah, essentially, yeah. the decision making that people have to go through, how can we make it really simple? What are their biases? Why would they or wouldn't they buy from you? Cover that stuff off. A lot of people are scared of talking about the reasons why people won't buy. Yeah. But when you talk about the reasons why people won't buy and then give them the uh, really palatable um, answer to that, they buy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Awesome. Okay, look, thank you so much, Korshek. No worries. We really appreciate it. Um, Hopefully you've enjoyed this video. So, uh, yeah, hit like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you again in the Psychic Business Lounge. Thanks. Bye now. Thanks, Rick. Cheers.